the Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, thank you. Another weekend, some more great movies being released, including A Woman's Life that I am so curious about. Priscilla Presley. Tell us about this new movie called Priscilla. Yeah, obviously it's based on the book, Elvis and Me, which is written by Sandra Harmon and Priscilla Presley herself. Now, I have to say right up front that people who are huge Elvis fans are going to be quite surprised of this if they haven't read the book. Oh, yeah. About the story that are revealed in this movie. Um, it's directed by Sophia Coppola, and it is very, very interesting. I was, like, completely enthralled by the whole thing. I thought, let's just jump into it. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> Priscilla actually met Elvis when she was 14 years Ooh. old. Elvis was 24, already a huge international, you know, rock star, superstar, at a party in Germany when he was in the military. Now, he had a thing for her and was not going to give that up and he wanted to date her. He fell in love with her. He then had to go back to the United States and he wanted her to go with him. At this point, she's now 17 years old. He actually talks to the parents and the parents agree to allow her daughter to finish high school in Tennessee and flies her out to live in Graceland. Bizarre story, right? Yeah, this has always bothered me about Elvis. I love Elvis. I love his music, but she was 14. That's not not cool, Elvis Presley. Right. But I understand what it's like to be a 14-year-old girl infatuated with an older man. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. That, and that's the thing that bothered me was she was so young. She didn't know what no. was going to happen later in life or what. All of a sudden, she's swept away. She's, you know, infatuated with Elvis. She's living in Graceland, and he doesn't want her to go nowhere. Yeah, exactly. She'll stay there. I've yeah. seen a miniseries that was done on this book ages ago, so that's how I know. I haven't really read the autobiography, yeah. but that's how I know the content. I felt so bad for her because as a young child, her mind isn't developed enough to make decisions mm-hmm. and she's just like through the whole movie just like staring at him and infatuated with him and you know all this stuff and Kaylee Stanley does excellent playing Priscilla I thought she was fantastic and then later obviously you know she's seeing the stuff that Elvis with and Margaret and Elvis with Nancy Sinatra mm-hmm. and all these things she's reading in the trades and she's like oh, I'm going to show up and then things get worse for her and yeah and the one thing that I loved about this film I loved the way it was filmed they used a lot of blue tints kind of confused in the mind. Sophia does a great job with it. But the one thing I loved the most was there was no Elvis music. No, thank God. But they used music that was like in her mind. And I'll just tell you the ending. I can't tell you the ending. But there's a (laughs) song that's used at the end that's just like, wow. I mean, it's a huge major hit and the gates open and... Oh, and it, she's yeah. finally free. Uh, I, I mean. Yeah. You know, I didn't really know much about it. I mean, I knew he met her at a young age, but everything else that she dealt with is just there. And you feel sorry for her. And Elvis is just going doing his thing. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just wrong. Exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know the legal age in Tennessee at that time, but even if they weren't doing the deed until she right. moved in with him, she was still 17 years old, which I still still think falls under statutory rape. And right, right. it's a nasty thing. A lot of people don't want to address that part of Elvis's life, but it 
it's fact. It is yeah. fact. And you can still love the guy's music and think he was creepy for wanting a 14-year-old when he was 24 years old. Yeah, and Jacob Lordy plays Elvis. Now, everyone's going to compare him to Austin Butler. It's a different role. And he, I think he pulled it off great. Good-looking guy, but yet had that creepy thing. And there's, you know, oh, there's well. abuse in there. And there's, yeah. yeah, temper issues with the drug use. Yeah, he wasn't Austin Butler in a sense of singing and dancing. And the movie wasn't about that. The it's movie about, was about an individual. So, so, so how many anyways, slates are you going to give Priscilla? I'm actually even at four slates out of five. I wow. truly enjoyed this movie. I love that it's this time of year. It's kind of the Oscar stuff is coming out. There's so many other movies that I wanted to talk about, but I had to talk about this one because it's like, you know, it's on my mind. Yeah. Just went to the press release this week. It doesn't come out until November 3rd, so we have some time. Arendamovies.com. So Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie is in theaters. There's a lot of debate about the etiquette, <laughs> whether people should get up and scream and dance. Derek, it's showing at Arinda. You've finally seen the movie. Tell us your thoughts. I thought it was incredible. I mean, I've had, I always have a hard time with, you know, watching concerts at, at home or wherever you do. I mean, if you look at it and you're like, oh, I wish I was there. And that's really what I feel. I feel it's not a movie. <laughs> I feel <laughs> it's a, a recording of something. Um, I thought it was beautifully done. I mean, it's amazing, you know, at the concerts with all the people and the lights and the people screaming. She's an entertainer. Yes, there is that problem that kids are standing on their feet, stomping their feet, yelling, screaming, you know, and you have an older crowd like we tend to have in Arinda uh, <laughs> that aren't too happy. But when Taylor Swift is in there saying, get up on your feet, you know, obviously it's at the concert, not at the movie theater. Yeah. If your feet yell, scream, you know, sing along. And they're just like, yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of people have done this. A lot of more people are going to do it. Mm. But it also didn't perform as well as what I predict, predicted and everyone else predicted. Uh, I was saying it was going to do about $150 million. It only didn't, well, not only, but <laughs> $96 million. So it didn't even hit the $100 million mark, which it had already had over that in pre-sales of all the shows. So everyone was anticipating a much larger audiences that came out to the theaters. And this week, we'll see if it can hold up. But I think you're going to see a huge drop this week. I okay. mean, I the killer of the Flower Moon, which coming out. So it'll be interesting to see it can sustain itself because as a theater owner and, and what other theater owners were hoping is this would be one that would carry us because, you know, November, December is going to be very slow months, which are normally the biggest months of the year. But it, it was fun to see the kids didn't go pay a $1,000 to yeah. see the concert, enjoying themselves in a moment in their life that they're always going to remember, being in a theater in a huge screen to see their idol, which is like their album. This, you know, back yeah. in the day. We talked about Priscilla earlier. So. Good point. Very good point. Are you awarding it slates? Um, I, I really can't. I mean, because I, okay. I, like I said, I feel like it's not, not a movie. It's, you're not a concert reviewer. You're a movie reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate your insight into it. And All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much. I thank am you. actually off next weekend so right. I can celebrate Halloween with my sister in Vegas. And, so, and do you have a costume? Yes, I'm Little Red Riding Hood. No. Nice. I know who's your sidekick in the basket. See? Wolf. I don't even have to dress him up. Wolf is wolf. <laughs> so I will talk to you on November 3rd. Thanks so much. Take care. Stream the Box Officer podcast at KKIQ.com, KUIC.com, or Apple and Google Podcasts.